Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Hey, it's Lindsay from Magical Midlife. How are you today? I'm just doing a little short impromptu solo podcast today because I missed you. I want to talk with you. So today's very little episode is all about something that is very prominent right now, and it's letting go of needing to know the result or the outcome. So I don't know if you're a fan of you know planning and vision boards and goal setting and that sort of stuff. And it's something that I've always, how shall I say it? I've always kind of had a foot in both camps because I was all about like, yeah, take control of your future and set your goals. And then there's another part of me that I kind of developed a bit more through, I guess, when I woke up more spiritually. And that was, yeah, but actually you can't control everything. (laughs) And perhaps nor should you. And that's a difficult concept to grasp. Because what if everything that happened for you, it didn't happen exactly the way you wanted it to, But you trusted actually that whatever happened was in your best interests. So sit with that for a second, because that can be a bit difficult to comprehend. So everything that happens for you, even if it didn't happen the way you wanted it to, happened for your best interests. And if you like think back on something that's happened in the past, I absolutely bet that you can look back and think, well, it wasn't quite where I wanted it to go. But in fact, it all worked out, because generally it does. So um, one of the things, there's um, one of the groups that I'm with, they are very much into a vision board right now. And I keep looking at this vision board going, "Mm, I think I need to do it. And then another part of me goes, no, I don't think I need to do that at all, actually. And I've, if, if you've seen my videos that I've been making, right behind me, you can see that I do have a vision board that sits right up behind my shoulder there on the wall. And it's a vision board that I made pre-COVID. And in fact, there are words up there, there are pictures up there. If you go back and look at any of my videos in the Facebook group, you'll see that that vision board, and it's got horses on there, and it's got yoga, and it's got travel, and it's got holidays and adventure. It's got all sorts of fun stuff on there. And actually, that's the stuff that I do just by living a life that makes me happy. So it's not some great, you know, vision in the future. And I think that's the thing with goal setting. It's very easy to put it so far out into the future that you lose sight of what's going on right now. And really, that's where the beauty lies. Because if you're taking, I think, in some I don't know whether it's you know the spiritual world or whatever. If you're taking aligned action, i.e., stuff that makes you feel good in the moment, feels like just the right thing to do, then chances are you're going to end up walking exactly the correct path that you should be walking without putting the stresses and the strains on you about, you know, well, I set this goal in the future for this specific date. You know, those smart goals, which I preached about for years, but now I'm like, guess what? We actually can't control the timeline quite so much. However, I'm not saying throw your goals to the wind because that's not what I'm about. And I'd really find it motivating to have some 
wish, hope or intention of, you know, where where you want to go. But there is also an immense power in sitting in trust of I will end up where I'm meant to be. So the, let's say, goal setting um, philosophy that I follow and have done for years, and I've talked about it in the past, but I'm going to say it again today, just in case you need a reminder. There are three really important steps that I use, and I am absolutely living in it right now, because if you know I'm going through a big change, lots of change. Um, It's you set your intention, you give it attention, and then no tension which basically means you set your intention. So that may well be your vision board or journaling or whatever it may be. That's your intention. That's what you've said. You kind of said to the universe, okay, universe, this is what I'm going for. This is what I want. And then you give it attention. So for example, if one of the things on my vision board was a horse, guess what? I actually needed to be around horses. And actually now I'm doing energy work with horses, which is so far beyond what my vision board ever even imagined um, it's it's not even true. So you've got to give it attention. So same thing, if you've got a weight loss goal, if you've got um, a moving house goal, you've got to at least look a little bit so that you've got some idea of what you think you want. Um, or for that's the house, obviously, for your attention, same thing, if it's your health, then fine, start, you know, monitoring your diet, looking after your exercise, um, perhaps even buying some of my collagen products. Shameless plug, I know. Um, and so you give it attention, okay? And then the last bit, and this is the bit that we really struggle with, this is no tension. So no tension means now you let go. Now you have to trust. And you sit in that trust. And you can't determine the time. You can't determine the outcome. You can't determine the timeline that it's all going to happen on, or exactly how things are going to line up. You've stated in your intention what you want, but you have to let go of the how it's going to happen, because that's the bit that you cannot um, manage to the every detail. So if it's right with you, I'm just going to give a little example, because I keep going back to it frequently right now, because I'm trusting that the whole thing could line up again as it did. So when we moved to Canada um, 15 years ago, we sold, we we got a shipping container and all the rest of it. We sold our house and all the rest of it. And they said, right, where do you want your shipping container to go? And even though we'd travelled, we'd both travelled over here a few times and to look at houses and schools and everything, we said, well, the only thing we do know is Toronto. So could you ship the container to, to Toronto and we'll figure it out when we get there? And that was absolutely just blind faith because we didn't know any better. Anyway, so now I'm moving back to England and I'm just filling out all the shipping container documents and they're saying, well, where do you want to go to? And I think I know where I want to go to. But again, I'm trusting that I'm going to end up exactly where I need to be. So I'm being very intentional about I want to go forward. I don't just want to go back to England which means I'm going to move somewhere where I've never lived before and actually none of my family live. It's, it's still close to where all my family live, but it's somewhere new. So it feels like it's an adventure. It feels you know fun and exciting. So they're talking about with the shipping container, they're saying, where do you want it to be? So all I can give them is you know the, the vague area, which is what I want. 
So what happened actually when we did the Canadian trip? So we said Toronto is all we know. And then we came along with some help from a realtor and she got us a rental place that we rented. And then on our third day of being in Canada, she said, okay, I've found a house for you. Come on, let's go. Let's go and see it. And we'd been speaking to this lady for a year. So she knew us. We kind of knew how she worked. She knew what we wanted. And she said, yeah, I've got your house. I'm like, okay, off we go. So we went off and we looked at this house and lo and behold, that is the house that I'm now packing up 15 years later. So we found that on day three, I'd never even heard of the town that we're living in right now, didn't even know it existed, let alone this house, which funnily enough, when we bought the house, the house had already been on the market for a year and a half. So it's one of those things, it had never come up on any of my searches. So I keep going back to that going, okay, when things are meant to line up, they will line up. And the same thing now, I'm looking at houses, looking at schools, looking at cars, and then as I sort of, you know, search through stuff and I, I'm kind of laughing at myself saying, actually, I'm only looking at all of this because it's basically a security blanket. Because chances of me finding exactly what I need right now from here are so slim. But what I'm doing is I'm setting my intention of what do I know and what do I feel about the stuff that I'm looking at? OK, so I, I feel that that area would be you know, it's not too populated, it's quite quiet, it's quite green, it's close to water, it's not close to water, it's close to horses, it's not whatever. It feels like the place that I could belong. And then giving it attention, of course, just searching and doing this research, I feel like I'm giving it attention. And then I've got to let go. And I, this is the bit that so many people struggle with, but I really urge you to play with this idea of not knowing the outcome. Because the thing is, we imagine that we know the outcome, which is when people, you know, create what they call future pacing, but they create this big drama in the future. And actually, that's all that's doing is showing intention of where you want your energies to go. So if you're getting really worried about something in the future, I really recommend that you just reel it back in. And, you know, if you need to talk out loud to yourself and do that, I have been known to do that occasionally. Um, and it's more about the idea that you don't know the outcome. So you could spend your time and energy worrying about what you don't want the outcome to be. But chances are that's what you'll create. Or you could spend your time imagining or giving attention to what you would like the outcome to be. Or, of course, if you're like super ninja at this, you don't even have to think about the outcome, which is like super cool Jedi work. Let me know how that goes, will you? <laughs> Please, yeah, tune me in. So just go back to the intention, attention, no tension. Now, there's a couple of books that I really like to uh, or I've read over the years that I've, I like and have helped me with this. One of them, depending on how woo-woo you want to go, is um, by the author of The Secret uh, Rhonda Byrne, her name is, and it's called The Magic. And that is all about setting the intention and putting good vibes behind it, giving, you know, really good feelings, but without being tied up to exactly what the outcome looks like. Now, if you wanted to be a bit more, um, let's just say male energy linear about it, there is a book called The As If Principle, The Radically New Approach to Changing Your Life by Richard Wiseman. And he wrote a bunch of other books, uh, Quirkology, and how we discover the big truths and small things. 
So I'm not a huge fan of his writing. However, the principle, the as if principle, it's the same thing. How could you feel in the moment if you believed that the outcome is going to be as you want it to be? So if you knew that everything was going to be just fine, how would you feel? Whereas if you're worrying about what the outcome is going to be, how would you feel? And ultimately, that's the best way to set your intention is, okay, so if I knew everything was okay, how would I feel? What decision would I make now if I knew everything was going to work out for the best, even if I don't know what that best looks like? Because that is the place that you can create incredible goals from. And I do know that from experience. And I also have to say that I have played with the other side of the scale when you'll worry about something and you'll give it a lot of stress. And guess what? That plays out too. So you do get some control in it, but you've kind of got to kind of massage how you feel about it all and taking the stress out of the situation so that you can have a hand in co-creating your future. Because you can only do so much. And then ultimately, if you think about how many moving parts there are in anything in your future, you can only control so many of those. And you are actually kidding yourself if you think that you can control more than that. It's a nice dream, but it's really not true. Okay, so just to summarize, the three steps that I absolutely swear by for setting an intention, uh, for well, creating something in your future if you feel that you need to have a hand in creating that. Intention, attention, no tension. Set your intention by making a vision board if you want. Give it attention by searching for the pictures and seeing how those pictures on your vision board will make you feel and then let go. Put up your vision board and just let it go. And that's the no tension and that is the easiest part. The other concept is how would you feel and what decisions would you make if you knew everything was going to be okay? That might even be worth writing down because that will change the decisions you make every single day. And then the last thing is knowing that there are so many moving parts in any decision in your future. And when you realize that there are so many moving parts, you actually have a bit of a wake up call for the fact of you can only control a small fraction of those. So why try and control everything that's out of your realm of possibility? It's just not worth it. Okay. So I hope that's helpful today. I hope it's not too much rambling. It's shorter than normal. (laughs) And thanks for listening. Please comment. Um, I really love feedback and your, yeah, your input. Let me know what, what you're changing. Let me know how this works for you. And I shall speak to you or see you either in the Magical Midlife Facebook group or hopefully um, on Instagram. And I will be in touch very soon. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed the conversation, please come and leave a review. If you go to the Apple Podcasts app and scroll down to the bottom of the podcast page, and then you'll find the ratings and review section. Please invite your friends to come and listen by sharing the link. And you can join the conversation and let me know who you'd like to hear interviewed and what topics you'd like discussed over at Facebook on the Magical Midlife group. You can also find me on Instagram at Lindsay DeSwart, where the conversation will also continue. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. And once again, keep living your magical midlife.